If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minchis, and I can't wait to dive into today's show with the amazing Terry Johnson, who I know you're just going to love. And I'll tell you about her in a minute, but I just want to welcome Terry to the Double Your Sales podcast. Hi, Terry. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and so excited for you. This is awesome. I know people are going to benefit tremendously from everything that you have to offer. So this is great. Well, I'm excited. Thank you. I'm excited for you to be here. And this has been a dream in the making for a long time. I was sharing with Tina Pettis, you know, because of her before conference, she connected me with a woman who helped me you know, decide to get the podcast done and get it out there. So lots of great things have happened. I know, Terry, you and I have shared stages together, and we've had the opportunity to play in different ways. And I'm excited to share you with the community because you just have so many great strategies that you share with people to help them grow their businesses and get to that next level. And I'm going to tell everyone a little bit about you. Her website is keepingitpersonal.com. And she's the founder and president of this amazing company. And she, Terry, are passionate about better equipping working women who are driven and desire to grow and invest in themselves personally and professionally. She's an inspirational speaker, a sought after personal growth expert, business development strategist, the founder of the Refine Community, which she's going to tell you about later, and Gatherings for Women, and author of the book, Overcoming the Nevers. Her unique approach has helped transform the lives of her clients, guiding and motivating them to achieve their most deeply desired goals personally and professionally. She's passionate about helping others and an encourager and a cheerleader to, to many. And I've heard from many of my clients and people in my own community who have loved working with her. She lives a joy-filled life, deeply devoted to her husband, her two boys, and her relationship with God. I love it. Aww. So Terry... We're going to talk about business today. We're going to really talk about how you've doubled your sales in the past, what it took, where your beliefs had to grow and shift. And I want you to go there because I know you've had different businesses, but you know, let's dive in. And I'm curious, you know, when you launched your first business, go way back, launch that first business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling in the beginning? You know, I was thinking about that. And for me, my biggest barrier stumbling block was who am I to be doing this? Like is what I'm offering valuable? And I knew for a fact that I didn't want to like get up, go check in to an office every day and be away from my family and my kids like for 40 to 60 hours a week. So creating a lifestyle business that allowed me to 
basically have my cake and eat it too <laughs> mm-hmm. is what I wanted. And like, was that possible? Like, I just didn't know, like, can I make a good income and still have a lifestyle business of freedom and be the mom and the wife that I wanted to be? Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. And so you were really limited about even in the before you started selling, could I have the kind of lifestyle business that I wanted? And so after you launched that business, were there other limiting beliefs that came up around sales and selling when you first started to reach out to people? Well, again, it's the value. Like, am I worth this? Mm. Is what I'm offering valuable? Because if we don't believe that it is, then we're never going to be able to sell our services or anything to anybody else. Because, And I can remember, it took me a long time to rise above this because when I was talking with people, and I originally started with just personal development coaching, and it was like, how much can you afford? Okay, that's what I'm charging. (laughs) And business doesn't work well that way because it's not about what somebody tells you that they can afford. It's them seeing the value of what you have to offer. But before they can see it, you have to be able to believe it first. And so it took me a long time. And I think it came with experience, right? Like after I had the more clients I had, the more confident I became to be able to stand firm in the rates and the prices that I was charging. But initially, I mean, I was just desperate to get a client to pay me. And I think partially is because I didn't even believe that I was worth it. Yeah, I want to go there for a minute because we have clients that are in every niche who will be listening and clients and people in our community and people who are just getting to know us. So that idea of and that limiting belief about, you know, am I worth it? Are my services worth it? So how did you determine what you were going to charge when you first launched? Because there are people who, you know, maybe they're launching their service-based business for the first time and they're thinking, I have no idea. Any secrets or anything you share with your clients today that helps them figure out how to price themselves? Well, what I say now is different than how I started because I didn't have anybody to lead me or guide me when I first started. And so what I say now is totally opposite than how I started. So here's what I started. I kind of took what I wanted to make on an annual basis, divided that out by 52 weeks and divided that by like your average, let's just say it's 40 hours a week. (laughs) Right. I'm like, okay, that's how much I have an hour. And I kind of rounded up a little bit and I thought, okay, that number sounds good for me. But even with that number, I knew that I was struggling with, oh, I wonder if somebody's going to be able to pay for this. Do you know? Because it seemed bigger. And so I did that. I went with that for a while. And now what I do, well, then obviously I started meeting people who told me just to double the number and you're one of those people. And that's scary. You're like, wait a second, double it, you know, because it's like (laughs) totally outside of, and some people are like, you need to triple it. And you're like, whoa, that's a little bit too much. But here's one strategy that helps me is I think when you package things together, you get away from having like a service-based business, the hourly rate. I don't think people can really determine what my hourly quote-unquote rate is because I offer a bundle of different things. So when I work with somebody one-on-one, they're not just getting me one hour a month or one hour every week. They're also able to email me and I can do some email coaching or text coaching Or maybe there's an event that gets thrown into it that is a valuable item. And so it takes away the fear of saying, oh, you know, I'm $150 or I'm $250 an hour. 
it's more of like, hey, here's the benefits and what you're going to walk away with. And this is how we're going to get there. So we're going to talk once a week. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, I think it's a lot in the packaging, I guess, mm-hmm. my, now how I do it, as opposed yeah. to, oh, my hourly rate is X. Well, I think that's where everyone starts out. We think, oh, what am I worth per hour? And we try to stretch it. And then we go, oh, okay, that's the most I can charge right now. And then we get stuck because then we realize it's just us. And then right. you're right. I mean, you've just shared some really, really valuable tips. Hopefully, hopefully everyone's taken some notes because packaging, I think, is one of the hardest things to figure out. But it's how you start to leverage your time. It's how you can add other events in as bonus items. But it's also how you can grow your business more without you. Right. So I think that that is you know, a super useful way for people to double their sales is to stop thinking in terms of hours and start thinking in terms of packaging and, you know, all the value that you're bringing your clients. Awesome. So also focusing on the benefits for the client, because really that's what people are looking for. It's not about what am I selling you? It's about what are you going to walk away with and how can we get you to that goal? Then it just becomes like, okay, will you exchange this amount of dollars to walk away with that? And most people will be like, yeah, that's worth it for me. You know? Right. Ooh, that was juicy. Great point on, right, because it's, what am I going to get? I'm the client. What am I going to receive? So then it almost takes money off the table, which then, you know, gets us out of our limiting beliefs because we're there to serve, which I know you do every single day with your clients. So Terry, I want you to dig deep. And this is one of my favorite questions I'm finding that I love to ask people, but I want you to think back because you've been involved in different businesses. But when did you double your sales for the first time? Can you remember a moment where maybe a month over a month you doubled, maybe it was an annual goal. But was there a moment where you look back and you remember, yeah, there was this moment of celebration where you just knew I did it, I finally happened for me. And can you tell us anything about that moment? Yeah, so honestly, I think because I went to sales camp, and then I also did your synchronized program. And the things that came out of that for me were knowing your numbers and establishing that one great goal. So the exercise that you go through to, you know, you have your top 10 and then you narrow it down, you got your top five and three, and then you have this one great goal. So knowing my numbers and that, that is the only way that helped me to even know if I was able to double or triple my sales. (laughs) Does that make sense? Because like when you don't know your numbers, you don't know how can you track if you're doubling? Does that make sense? Totally. So knowing my numbers was key. So then I could be able to monitor it. But then the other thing, so what helped me get there was focusing on that one great goal, because then every single day, I could ask this question, is this moving me towards that one great goal? So I could accomplish a lot of little goals along the path to the Mm -hmm. one great goal. And I got to be honest, that one great goal that I set a year ago, not quite a year ago, is last April, I still have not accomplished that. But my sales have more than doubled, tripled, and I'm getting to where I want to go, accomplishing other goals and benchmarks along the way, but I still am working towards this one thing. And I've decided to hold my plans loosely on it. I think it's really good that we establish goals because it helps us focus. But if we are too attached to, if we're not flexible and fluid a little bit, I think we can start to believe like we're failing Mm-hmm. And so it's good to have other measurables along the way. So yes, getting to this one great goal for me is going to be a huge celebration when I get there, but I will more than like quadrupled my sales by that time because all these other things that I'm accomplishing along the way are just fruitful as well when it comes to generating revenue for me. So right. it was kind of an indirect way of answering your question, but focus 
on my one great goal and knowing my numbers is what helped me know that I was doubling my sales. Mm -hmm. So I had the target (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. knowing my numbers. I mean, how can you track if you're double or tripling your sales if you don't have those in place? Absolutely. Well, I think I remember the moment at the before conference. I think that's when you came up with your one great goal last April, right? Yeah. And you set a really high goal and you hadn't launched the community yet. So there was a lot that had to happen. And I think it's a great point. If you set a one great goal, for those of you who don't know what that is, I have a book called One Great Goal. And it's a process I take you through to help you figure out your one great goal. And usually what you'll find is that once you know that goal, it helps drive all your secondary goals as well. And Terry, you set a very high one great goal, which you're going to reach it, you know, and I think you put an initial time frame to it. But I think you realized part of growing that community is also growing a quality community and having the right people and the right clients and, you know, putting all those pieces in place. And, and yet, within that one great goal, which would have been, you know, some of your secondary goals, you've almost quadrupled that business yeah. already. So Absolutely. it's a great reminder, you're right, to have the goal, but not hold on to it so tightly that it's stressing you out or you feel bad because you haven't gotten there yet. It's still trust that it's still coming because along the way, you're going to grow and learn and refine and tweak everything that you refine. I'm using your word. You're going to refine the refined community as yeah. you go. So Absolutely. And when I was at your conference last week, one word that you had your quantum sales summit, which was amazing. And while I was there, the one thing that stood out for me that people were talking about several times was pivoting. And so, yes, plan, but also when we take action, we have to know that there might be another way that we can pivot towards another. We still have the one great goal. We're still going in the right direction, but we might need to change things up a little bit to get there. And giving yourself, extending yourself enough grace to say, you know what? Yeah, this is what I set out to do, but I need to pivot a little bit to the right. And then keeping my eye on my goal, but being able to go to the left or the right a little bit to get there, I think is super important too. So definitely. Yes. Remaining flexible along the way and pivoting. Oh, that's so good. And we forget that because we think it has to turn out a certain way. And often there's an easier way than we could ever imagine on how to get there as long as we're paying attention and watching what's happening. You know, so after you, we're going to use this example because you're talking about it because I know you've doubled sales in the past and you've already grown different businesses. But for this last example, after you doubled, tripled, almost quadrupled your sales, what was your new belief about sales and selling or how has your belief about sales and selling transformed over the last year? Okay, two things. One of the phrases that I learned from you Because the whole concept of like selling with intention was foreign to me until you introduced it to me. And so now I think about that a lot. And I also, I have a full-time employee who helps, she's in business development as well. And so I always ask her, what is your intention for the day? Because it's, you get what you expect, not what you believe. That's what you told us. And so it's like, okay, so if I'm setting my attention, this is what I expect. It's not necessarily what I believe. Does that make sense? So that has been a huge shift. And the other shift and the limiting belief that changed is that I'm not selling. I'm offering solutions. And so many people are afraid of sales because they think, I'm not a salesperson or I'm not good at sales. I can't right. tell you how many people I hear say that. And, <laughs> I know. and so how I teach people and when I'm working with my clients, I have them focus on meaningful conversations and I call them MCs and how many MCs can you have in a day? Because you're not selling, you're offering solutions. So if you focus on having meaningful conversations with people, not sales calls, but a meaningful conversation, they're going to share with you 
you know, what's going on. They're going to share with you a stumbling block. They're going to share with you a problem that you might have a solution for. And it's our job to be a really good listener and offer a solution. Here's one thing I do a lot, Ursula, is I will hear somebody complain or talk about an issue or da 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 and I will ask them. I'm like, are you looking for a solution to that problem? Mm-hmm. And I actually give them the opportunity to say yes or no. And when they say yes, I just say, okay, I have one. You want to hear it? And that, to me, then, is my solution to theirs. And then they can choose to work with me or not. Oh, that's really good. And I think a lot of people are selling. I have nothing to sell anybody. I have a solution. If you have a problem, I might have a solution for it. Otherwise, I might know somebody who does. Because I refer people all the time. I'm like a master connector. I love connecting people. It's like, And so... There's a client that might want business development or strategy coaching that I don't even take on. I refer them to another business coach that I know because they just are looking for a little bit different than what I can offer. So I don't believe in competition. I believe in collaboration. And I think that if we are using our ears and listening for people's objections or their problems or stumbling blocks, we can find solutions. And it might be ours or it could be somebody that we know. So, and I think that what you're pointing out too, Terry, is that you're not attached to the sale. No. And you're there to serve, and either you can solve their problem. And I, what I love about how you're saying it is you sound very confident in how you have these MCs, that's great, meaningful conversations with people, and you teach your clients to do it because you're saying, look, here's the problem you're telling me about. Here's how I can help you. And if I can't help you with this area, maybe I can help you with this area, but I would refer you to this person in that area. But that comes from a place of complete detachment and faith that the right clients are coming along and the business will keep growing, but you're not attached to it. So I'm curious about that. I want to go there for a second. Like, How do you stay in that state of detachment when you're having these meaningful conversations? Yeah. So Zig Ziglar, I heard this quote when I started one of my other business consulting companies several years ago. Before I went off on my own, I had a business partner. And I'll never forget it. It was, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. Mm. Like, it's just like, I don't know, you want to call it law of attraction or whatever it is. But it's like, so that's how I focus because I wake up every morning. I'm a woman of faith. I look up. I say yes to God. I'm like, here's my plans, but I'm going to hold them loosely. Whatever you got for me, I'm game. And I just go. And so I just say, how can I help other people get what they want? And my socks are always blessed off in return. So it's like, it's not what's in it for me. It's like, how can I serve and be a blessing to others? And in return, I'm blessed. And you can't make it up. It's just, if you can shift your mindset and that and just be of service, continually be of service, not setting boundaries. It's not not setting boundaries. It's not being taken advantage of. It's not those things. But it's showing up with that servant attitude or that heart to serve, not what can I get? how can I give? So again, I can give another example of networking. I used to go to networking groups thinking, oh, this will help me grow my business, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a smart business person makes good investments and they want a good return on their investment, right? Sure. So yes, we don't just go out networking and we can't live on love and fresh air. So our goal ultimately is to make sales. But also when I show up to a networking event, I show up to see how many meaningful conversations I can have and how many people that I can encourage and really get to know. And I get business. I might not get it that day, but guess what? I might get a follow-up call that leads to a sale 
or leads to a solid referral. But when I show up and think, okay, who can I sell today? It's a totally different game. It's like, doesn't even compare. But when I show up and say, how can I serve the people that I'm going to meet today? Who do I get the opportunity to connect with? And how can I bless them? Or I always ask them like, hey, how can I do for you? Who would be a good introduction? How can I help serve you today? People automatically ask you back. They're like, oh, well, tell me more about you. Who do you serve? What do you do? And when we're interested in them, they become interested in us. So... For sure. And I quote you because you say it all the time that you show up to bless people's socks off. (laughs) And that's a Terry Johnson (laughs) quote. And you really do. Like you're always coming from that space. I mean, there's this, you just show up in this energy of giving, but like you said, not from a place of, because there's a difference, not from a place of being codependent, like, oh, I have to serve everybody. I'm going to give it. You come from a place of serving, solving problems, but you're also willing to receive on the other end, the blessings that come back to you. And I think some people get kind of blocked in that conversation they keep giving, but they don't open up to receive. And there's kind of this gentle, this balance of that. So you demonstrate that well. And I'm curious, we talked about beliefs a little bit, and I want to go back. So as you look back at all of your business success, what's the number one limiting belief that you think you changed in your past that allowed you to you know, be on the way to quadrupling your sales in this new version of your business? I have to go back to just what I said. It's shifting that focus on it's not about selling. It's about problem solving or offering a solution. I think that that has probably been my number one contributor to mm-hmm. going into everything, looking at, at it from a different pair of glasses. Like somebody out there has exactly what I want. And maybe, I think it was you that said this, like somebody last night was praying for what I have to offer or something. I heard that somewhere, like mm-hmm. they went to bed. And so knowing, being crystal clear about who I serve and how I do it and how I show up helps me be a better communicator. But also I hear then the problems that I can solve and that's how I show up now. So that would be the biggest thing is listening and becoming, just knowing the problems that I'm meant to solve and Mm -hmm. being crystal clear about it. I think, because I've been there like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. And I realized like I was spreading myself so thin just because I can doesn't mean I should. Let me give you an example. Yeah. I am a certified Infusionsoft consultant. I went and got trained by, it's a a CRM, all-in-one sales and consulting software, or sales and marketing software. And for a while there, I was trying to get clients who needed help with that. Now I don't ever even advertise or tell anybody hardly unless we're having a meaningful conversation and I find out that they use that platform and I say, hey, I can help you with that if you want. So like, I don't sell Infusionsoft. I don't sell Infusionsoft services. I help people who have problems. And if they're using that, I can offer a solution with the skills and the tools that I have in my toolbox. Because I found that I hated doing that for people. <laughs> I was sitting right. behind a computer all day. I love the strategy piece. I love to problem solve. I can fix something for people on the fly, which is great. And I think that's one thing that sets me apart. But on the flip side, I didn't want to go out and just do that for people all day. So just because I can doesn't mean I should. So I had to start saying no. I took it down. Most people don't even know that I have those skills because I don't offer them unless I have a client that's using that product. Does that make sense? 
It totally makes sense. And so what you're saying, though, too, is so your new belief has morphed into just because I can doesn't mean I should. And what would you add to that? So what else is there with this empowering belief? Or what else do you say to yourself? Because you talk about, you know, you're out there serving, blessing people's socks off, just because I can doesn't mean I should. But if you could put it into one sentence, like what's that new belief that is moving you into really moving you closer to your one great goal? Gosh, this is such a deep question. I think for me, it goes back to even being just focused on what I'm offering. Because Mm -hmm. if we aren't crystal clear about what we're offering, we're never going to be able to, like, we can't be jack of all trades. And so So, narrowing in on that, like, it's here would be, I guess, if you want to know, like, I think having that niche and being okay with it, like, this mm, is who I serve. Yes. So yeah, just because I can doesn't, or just because I can doesn't mean I should. And I can't be, I could do all these different things, but no, this is who I serve. And some people are going to fall into this box and some people aren't, and that's okay. There is enough out there and those people are going to find me and I'm going to find them and they're going to want to come aboard or be a part of my community or come to my networking gatherings and all that. Like they're going to come, like Mm -hmm. it's okay to narrow in. And the more narrowed in I've gotten, I would say the more effective I am in the work that I do. And I think people get more benefit from being a part of what I have to offer. So Terry, isn't one of the things that you teach your clients is to create a really, really clear avatar, right? You do that, some of that work. Mm -hmm. So is it sort of like I serve and then the name of your avatar, you know, I serve... Like mine is Zoe. Her name is Zoe. Okay, that's right. So I serve Zoe and, you know, or the refined community serves Zoe and, you know, X amount of women show up every month or something like that. I mean, it's about you're serving that specific avatar in that specific niche and the refined community is like the perfect place for them to hang out. Something like that. Yep, exactly. And the woman who loves hanging out with us is the one who is growing her business. She understands the need for getting kind of like her, even though most women don't want to get their cups filled, they need it. They're empty. They need some type of personal fulfillment, but they also want to incorporate their faith because that's, I weave it all together. So it's Mm -hmm. personal growth, business development, and then we weave our faith into what we do. And I think it's okay. And when I stepped firmly into that space of putting our faith into it is when I really narrowed down and that's my deep niche. (laughs) I like, I dug this trunch and this is the one I'm going in. So it's- Well, I think that's such an important point though, because- Mm -hmm. Part of quadrupling your sales has been being really clear on your niche. And I think that's for everyone who's listening, that message is is loud and clear that if you don't know your niche, it's really hard to serve. It's really hard to double or triple. But that's something I know, I mean, for you, especially you teach your clients. And we're going to keep going because I think this ties to the next question. But when you look back, what are the main two strategies that you implemented to be on this path toward quadrupling your sales? Like number one and number two, what are the things that you did that helped you get here? Consistency. And what I do, Mm -hmm. whether it's my weekly email, my follow-up, I'm huge with follow-up. I call it (laughs) FU, follow-up, and making sure that I'm following up. And then lastly was the accountability piece is huge. So hiring coaches. Over the last five years, I've gone through, not gone through in a bad way, but I think at different levels in our lives and where we are in our path, we have different people that can support us and encourage us along the way. And so hiring coaches is another strategy. Like I can't do my business or life in general without having the support of somebody who has gone before me in some capacity, who has built something similar or has the same, who's maybe charted the course before me in a, in a unique way um, to hire them to help me. Like we need a leader, you know, we need somebody to follow or 
to help us get there. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. And so two things, being consistent in everything you do, and also having that accountability. And this keeps coming up on, you know, all the different shows that we've done, just that, you know, who are we working with? Who's keeping us accountable? And I agree. Like I work with different coaches at different times. Sometimes I go back and work with past coaches because it's the same thing I'm still working on. And, you know, I don't try to figure it out on my own. I don't know about you, Terry, but if someone can figure it out for me and then just, you know, shortcut that path, I'm all in. So... Well, and we need different perspectives. You know, we need different perspectives. I can't think of everything. And so um, hiring people to help us see things from a different perspective is golden. And it can be a huge game changer, you know, so... For sure. Yeah. I mean, just having that support. All right. Well, we are coming to the end here. I am so grateful for all the wisdom that you shared. I know our listeners are going to love it. So thank you. And you are an expert in personal growth and business strategy. I mean, you do so many different things, even in Fusionsoft, which you said, like a lot of people don't know. They know now, Terry. So (laughs) here are two to three strategies that you teach your clients that have helped them succeed in business or life. Like what are the, the key two to three things that you find yourself sharing with your clients over and over again? I am all about taking action. So I'm always getting people to implement. So sometimes I help them with implementation, you know, with the tools and strategies that I have. But other times I always say, let's take our next steps with purpose. So what is it that, what are we going to start doing, stop doing and continue doing, right? So Mm. always knowing from time to time and every month at our gatherings, I have the women when they come or they're on virtually or in person, it's like, it's super important to know, like, what are those things that you need to start, stop and continue? And then knowing what your next steps are, what is the next step you're going to take with purpose? Because to get to where we want to go, it might take us a hundred steps to get there. But what's the next right step that you're going to take with purpose? And then we're going to figure out the next one. And every day you could be taking three to five steps. But knowing what that next step is, I think is really, really crucial. And then kind of like overall, I believe that like I don't have a cookie cutter approach to anything that I do. So like when I um, am working with a client, it's usually kind of like, what do you need? And let's build that for you. But I do work with like I call them the six M's. So the first one is mindset. And these don't go in any order necessarily. I'm just sharing like what they are so that knowing that at any given time, we might need to address that. So mindset, our message, market, like who do we serve, monetize, like what's our low hanging fruit? Like how are we going to make our cash register ring and put money in our pocket quickly? Mapping, like we map it out. Like I am huge about having a strategy plan. So like what are you doing? You should know what's going on in your business and where you're going over the next 90 days. So always revisiting where we're going and strategy for implementation. And then the last thing is monitor and modify. And so I call this like the PDR process, like plan, do, review. So we plan it, we do it, and then we review it. And so I'm constantly taking my clients or the people that are working with me, whether it's my group coaching or my one-on-one, it's like we're always going through one of these six M's we're talking about and maybe five of them in one day. (laughs) It depends, you know, because we might come up with like a stumbling block and it has to do with a mindset thing. Like we need to overcome that. And then all of a sudden we need to talk about like, okay, who's our market for this and how are we reaching them? And do you know what I'm saying? So at any given time we're working on these six M's. So those are the strategies. I think it's all about implementation, especially in business. Like we can't, and I think I said this earlier, it's like, we can't not take action. Like I'm an action taker and I expect people to take action. So what are your next steps that you're going to take with purpose and how are you going to get there? So, 
So you really help people with the accountability and the implementation. So you walk them through it, you help them map it, but then you're with them through that to make sure they actually get it done. And I think, you know, that's such a gift in coaching. And every coach is a little bit different, but I think that you offer such a level of of connection and I mean, it feels like handholding, like you're right there with them in a very powerful way to make sure that it gets completed so that they don't start something new before the first thing is done. And I think that's right. super powerful. Yeah. Like I'm a partner, like your business development partner. Like I like to come alongside my clients. I feel like we're a team. Like, yay. When I'm celebrating with them, I'm like really celebrating with them. It's like, I feel like it's like a child who graduated or something. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. Phenomenal. So I know people are going to want to hear more from you and get more from you and find out how they can work with you. So if, if what Terry has said today has resonated, definitely reach out to her. So Terry, I know you have a cool free gift for people to get for them to get connected. And also, I'd love for you to tell them about the refined community. And also if they want to coach privately with you what that would look like. So please share those items. If you go to keepingapersonal.com, I have the faith-based formula. It's five strategies to thrive professionally and personally too. You can get it there. It's five audios. It'll take you through it. There's a downloadable printable like little poster thing that you can get with that too. Um, So that's the freebie. And then as far as the refine community, there's a couple different levels that people can come in at. You just go to refinecommunity.com and all the information is there. So that's super great that we help women business owners and entrepreneurs grow personally and professionally. And we do in-person networking groups, virtual groups and group coaching through that. And then lastly, a lot of people enjoy kind of more of the one-on-one. And if that's something that you're interested in and wanting to flesh that out, you can just email me. So it's T-E-R-I, one R and an I at keepingitpersonal.com. Terry at keepingitpersonal.com. Awesome. All right, Terry, I want to thank you for all the amazing wisdom that you shared today and just your your stories and just your journey, because I know it's going to help a lot of people. And again, I'm sure for many of you, what Terry has shared today has resonated with you. So definitely go grab her free gifts. And you know, if you want to coach with her or just learn more about that, reach out to her directly. I know she'd love to chat with you. So Terry, thanks again for being here. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And I just know that this, everything that you touch is super successful. And I know people are blessed by you too. So thank you, Ursula. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad you're part of it. And for all of you, if you haven't gotten our free gift yet, go to Sales Coach Now, and that's sales with an S, salescoachnow.com. And we have our free video series. It's a $497 value. It's called Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. We'd love to gift that to you. Our next sales camp is sold out, but we do have some openings in March and June in Minnesota. And we also have New Mexico and California coming up. So please reach out to us directly if we can help you. In fact, email me directly at Ursula. U-R-S-U-L-A at Sales Coach Now. If there's anything we can do for you or if you love the show, we'd love to hear from you. So I want to thank everyone. Thanks for being here again. Terry, thank you. We wish you an epic year. We wish everyone who's listening the most epic year you can imagine. Thanks for listening to the Double Your Sales Now show. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.